Helping others see and understand what God is doing. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Friday morning, my friends. Uh, We are moving on in our study in the book of Acts today. We are starting chapter 11, and we're going to be looking at verses 11 through 18. Normally, we don't chunk off quite as large a section, but uh, most of this section is Peter recounting events that took place in chapter 10, events that we have already talked about. And so the point of reference today that we want to focus on, and I think it's going to be the most salient point of application, is the way in which other believers... Um, begin to see what God is doing through the lens of Peter's testimony. So as we prepare to study today, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. On this Friday, we come before you once again, O God, and say, faithful you are. Thank you so much for seeing us through another week. Um, Thank you so much for orchestrating moments for us to be your salt and light in the world. Help us today, Lord God, as the week comes to a close, uh, to remember to sing your praises. The Bible says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Help us to be uh, those followers of Jesus uh, who have been so touched by your goodness, mercy, and love that your joy is what comes spilling out of us. And may we have the effect of infusing that joy into others' hearts and lives as they uh, see what you have done in our lives as we're faithful to tell the stories of your good work. Father, speak through your word today as you always do, and we give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Acts 11, 1 through 18. Now the apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party criticized him, saying, You went to uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter began and explained it to them in order. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, something like a great sheet descending, being let down from heaven by its four corners. And as it came down to me, and it came down to me, Looking at it closely, I observed animals and beasts of prey and reptiles and birds of the air, and I heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, By no means, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice answered a second time from heaven, What God has made clean do not call common. This happened three times, and all was drawn up again into heaven. And behold, at that very moment, three men arrived at the house in which we were sent to me from Caesarea, and the Spirit told me to go with them, making no distinction. These six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered the man's house. And he told us how he had seen the angel stand in his house and say, Send to Joppa and bring Simon, who is called Peter. He will declare to you a message by which you will be saved, you and all your household. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as on us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John baptized with water, but you will baptize with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave the same gift to them as he gave to us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? 
When they heard these things, they fell silent. They glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life. I'm very moved (laughs) by the retelling of this story. Um, If you have been serving the Lord or walking with Jesus for very long, you know the critic's voice will always rise. (laughs) And when the critic's voice rises, you have to set that voice aside and you have to go back to the Lord and say, Lord, am I Am I really hearing rightly from you? Am I really following your lead? Is, is this what you're telling me? And you go back to the Lord for that reassurance of the direction that you're on, of the calling that you're embracing. And the Lord will reaffirm his calling in your life. But the critic's voice will always rise. And that was true of Peter in this passage. Word had gotten back to uh, the circumcision group. Um, And these are the brothers in Christ who had converted from Judaism, uh, but still evidently believed that it was important for Christian converts to be circumcised uh, in obedience to the Jewish law. Um, That was obviously a heresy, but they were complaining that Peter had gone and spent time with these unclean Gentiles. Um, And so word had gotten back to them, and they criticized him, saying, you went to uncircumcised men and ate with them. Peter was not about to allow their criticism to uh, keep him from engaging the mission of Christ. And so he goes and he tells them all of the things that unfolded in uh, Acts chapter 10 that we had already read about. Cornelius having a vision from the angel, sending for Peter, Peter having his vision of the sheet and the animals, and God showing him that nothing was now unclean, ceremonially speaking. And Peter receiving insight from the Spirit that he was to go with those men. God was orchestrating this opportunity for him to share the gospel. He shares the gospel. The Holy Spirit falls on Cornelius and his household and all who were gathered there, and they came to faith. And Peter's retelling these events with the brothers who joined him uh, on uh, the journey from Joppa to Caesarea. And the hearts of these questioning men, these leaders in the first century Christian church, began to change. Peter's testifying. He's talking about what God did in his heart. He's talking about faithfully, obediently going where the Spirit sent him lifting up the gospel, the spirit of God falling in that place and hearts and lives being changed. And I love what Peter says as his own heart is changing in all of this. He says, if God gave the same gift to them as he gave to us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? That's powerful. Who are we that we should ever think that we could stand in the way of God's mission being accomplished. Keeping people from Jesus. How arrogant we would be to carry that attitude. That we pick who gets to come. It's not about that at all. The door to heaven's kingdom is wide open to all who put their faith in Jesus Christ. And I love how the Spirit's working in this particular moment 
and 18, Luke says, when they heard these things, they fell silent. That's the conviction of the Holy Spirit, and they glorified God, saying then to the Gentiles also, God has granted repentance that leads to life. My friends, we ought not let anything, our own attitudes and biases, our own laziness, (laughs) our own... uh, unavailability to God when he calls, keep us from sharing the gospel with anyone God would be tugging on our hearts to share with. May we be like Peter. May we follow his example. May the Spirit's leadership in our lives be so sharp and so clear that we would respond when the Spirit leads us to go, wherever he is leading us. Uh, These are powerful words. These are precious words. And I pray for you that the Spirit of God is speaking through your heart, uh, through these words to your heart today. All right, my friends, a little emotional today as I read these things. Uh, I pray that God will continue to speak to your hearts through his word and that you'll have a great weekend. Lord willing, looking forward to seeing you again on Monday. Take care.